81 years ago on December 7th, 1941, the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor plunged our country into the Second World War. I don't remember that particular day, but I do remember the years that followed, the years of war. It wasn't a foregone conclusion that the United States would come out ahead. In fact, in the early days of the war, there were more reports of defeats than victories. No television in those days, but we had the radio. My dad would listen to the, the man, uh, the commentator with the German accent, von Kaltenborn, on the NBC network. And my friend, friend's dad, next door, would listen to the mutual news commentator by the name of Gabriel Heater. And Mr. Heater in particular was a prophet of doom and gloom. And listening to him, you never would believe or would have believed that the United States would eventually be victorious. Now in our chapel talk in chapel talks this year we've been listening to another prophet of doom and gloom, the prophet Jeremiah. But in Jeremiah's case, it was God who put the words into his mouth. God himself was prophesying doom and gloom for the nation of Israel because of their continued disobedience and rebellion. I doubt very much whether any of the radio commentators of the Second World War said very much about God or God's role in that war or God's control of events. They were more concerned about the strength of the German and Japanese forces as compared with the American, British, and Russian forces, the Allies against the Axis. But as we read chapter 19 of Jeremiah's prophecy, there is no doubt who is in control of world events. Certainly not Israel, certainly not Babylon, nor any of the other nations. God is speaking through his prophet Jeremiah, and God says, I will bring such a catastrophe on this place that whoever hears of it, his ears will tingle. And a few verses later, we have God speaking again through Jeremiah, and he says, I will make void the counsel of Judah and Jerusalem in this place, and I will cause them to fall by the sword before their enemies. Their corpses I will give as meat for the birds of the heaven and for the beasts of the earth. I will make this city desolate. I will cause them to eat the flesh of their sons and the flesh of their daughters. You notice the repetition. I, 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 God is going to do all of these things. You see, nothing is out of God's control. He's in charge. And who is there that will dare to deny his right to punish sinners who have defied him? We go a little bit further on, and we read, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Even so I will break this people and this city, as one breaks a potter's vessel which cannot be made whole again. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, 
Behold, I will bring on this city and on all her towns all the doom that I have pronounced against it, because they have stiffened their necks, that they might not hear my words. So back in the 1940s, it was God's will to punish the godless tyrants of Japan and Germany by giving the eventual victory to the Allied forces. And surely one factor in that victory was the prayer of thousands of Christians around the world, asking and begging the Lord of Lords and King of Kings to bring an end to the power of the of leaders like Adolf Hitler and General Tojo in Japan. And surely these Christians around the world were also repenting of their own sins and the sins of their own leaders as they asked God for victory. And they were fervently asking in the name of Jesus Christ to forgive their many sins and the sins of their countrymen. In this Advent season in the year 2022, surely this is what we believers in our Lord Jesus Christ should be doing. For there are cruel and wicked leaders in this world who are ripe for God's judgment, along with ordinary citizens who have lost sight of the power of God and His righteous judgments. And we must confess that this wickedness is not confined to our nation's enemies, but it is also our wickedness and the wickedness of our leaders that call down the wrath of a righteous God. Read chapter 19 of the book of Jeremiah for yourselves and see for yourselves whether Sins of men and women high and low in other countries in our own country do not measure up to the sins that call down God's judgment in those days. In the days of Jeremiah and also in the days of Pearl Harbor. What does God say through the prophet? He says, they have forsaken me. They have burned incense to other gods. They have filled this place with the blood of the innocents. We think of the millions who have been killed by abortion, the blood of the innocents. They have filled this place and dark places filled with it too. They have stiffened their necks that they might not hear my words. So the Advent season should always be a season of repentance for Christians, for Christians remain on this earth as sinners who share in the sins of their countrymen. But it seems that this year in particular, we American Christians should be especially repentant and on our knees asking our gracious God to spare us once again, as he did in the 1940s. God wants our prayers. It is perhaps the best thing we can do in these dangerous days. And we look forward all the more to the day when our Lord comes again. As he once came as a child to save us from our sins, as he came at that time to suffer and die and rise again to remove our sins, so we need to ask him to come, to come in his own good time to deliver us finally from all evil.
Amen. We sing hymn 755 in the LSB stanzas 1 and 3. 755, 1 and 3. Thank <laughs> you. 